Welcome to June Bug Journeys. I guess this is a supplemental uh, edition here because we've already recorded our <laughs> our podcast, but a lot has happened since we recorded them. The whole world shut down. Everything changed. Our lives have changed completely. Oh my gosh. We came home oh. from uh, spring training in March and a couple weeks, maybe even a week after we got home. Within a week. Uh, everything shut down. Yeah. So we haven't had a chance to... Uh, I guess, really get our thoughts together and do this podcast, which we've already recorded, I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to all that good stuff. Yes. All the good laughs come later, oh. guys. <laughs> yeah, so we, uh, as I said, we were uh, out in Arizona. We had uh, a lot of friends with us, and we interviewed two of our friends, uh, Jerry Stoner and Whit Grayson. Oh, it was so funny. And that's what we'll follow after we give you an update as to what has happened to us since we returned in uh, early March to our home. First alert. We're both fine. We're healthy oh, yeah. and fine. So there's no concerns there. I'm Not that you were all worried yeah, like, or anything. Like you were worried. Oh, geez, I wonder <laughs> if Bob and Becky are dead. Uh, no, but if our <laughs> podcast didn't come out and I had promoted Honey, our, it. Honey, our pod- podcast don't come out like but every six months. So people would think, oh, well, they're just not doing no, one. No, that's true. But I had been kind of promoting it. They're like, we're going to have a podcast. Oh, okay. It's coming right up. It's and coming then it's up. Like, I promise. Kaboom. People, not that anybody sits around wondering where we are. That's true. <laughs> Anyhow, our uh, our travels have put on hold, or been put on hold, oh, because uh, there's no place to go. Everything's shut down. Yeah, we had some uh, June bug things we wanted to get done at Airstream. And, like right. when we arrived home, our intention was to get the fridge fixed or something. I we had a couple what. of things that uh, needed looking after, you know, little small things that, uh, you know, we need them to do. And uh, I called uh, Airstream and they said, well, we're not sure what's going to happen. Right. And uh, you could drop your trailer off, but it may end up sitting here for who knows how many months oh, or weeks gosh, or whatever. Yeah. So so we decided to keep it here. We still have a couple of repairs to do, but it's here, we're here, and we're grounded. I was thinking we could use the Airstream for a quarantine, you know, like they did in the Apollo program. They used a big old Airstream to quarantine the astronauts. Right, right. And, uh but we don't have sewer hooked up. So no, that we have would... water electric, but we don't have a, a sewer at our home <laughs> that would to be hook unpleasant it into. If we took in a nurse or somebody. Oh my God, are you kidding <laughs> me? So sorry, true. after three weeks, I'm sorry you're stuck with what you got there. Uh, we can't empty it. <laughs> yeah, that would be very bad. Bob did take a picture. In fact, we'll try to post that. Uh, Nora, you did a Photoshop of, of yourself as an astronaut quarantined oh, I did. Yeah, that was in the uh, Airstream. A while ago. <laughs> Everything was a while ago. Gosh, we've just, just... I know. We've lost track of days. Of course, we'd already done that because we've been retired. Yes. <laughs> but. So it's it wasn't very difficult to adjust to the uh, the new quarantine that where True. we all have to stay home because, you know, we, we do that. But when we're not uh, traveling, we are home and enjoying it. But we like being on the road and we can't do that. Yep. We're stuck here with each other. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> just suffer. You know what? Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I can't say that. Uh, actually, I love my wife very much, and I'm enjoying the time we have together. You guys, am I supposed to believe him? <laughs> no, it's uh, true. Mm-hmm. It is definitely true. Yeah, we're actually having a great time. We're getting fat. Well, you're baking all fat. the time. It's uh... Now, I st- this whole thing, let me say, this kind of bugs me a little bit. That's I'm, I'm People are doing sourdough. Like yeah. it's the... Like they're it's going the to the electric fad. chair. It is. <laughs> they're baking bread like they're going to the electric chair. And I had started my sourdough in the late summer, early fall sometime. I forget when I started. And I was in love with it. And then we took a long June bug trip. And I 
had to take my starter with me in the fridge mm-hmm. so I could feed it every week. It's like a little pet. You have to take good care of it. So I took it on the road with us and came back home, and the, I was ready to go. And then all of a sudden, I was getting to share my starter with people because we're all locked down. So I got to give my starter away to friends who are now baking, and it's great to see. But people are acting like sourdough is, uh, I don't know. The, it's the quarantine. It's the, the hit of quarantine. The must-have food for yeah. quarantine? Yeah, and I, a lot of people kind of bit it off and, and really didn't realize what a Well, commitment. there's a lot of people who are at home, uh, maybe trying True. new hobbies, don't know what to do. Yeah. Hey, let's it's try... It's a good s- hobby. It is a, a great hobby. Uh, it's a delicious hobby. <laughs> Let me put it that way. But it's a commitment. I mean, once yeah. you get going with it, you got to keep going. So I'm now that we're home every day... Well, I guess I did have a bit of a crisis a couple times. No flour, no yeast. Everybody's home making cookies. I can't believe it. I've never heard of such a thing. Everybody's home, honey. I know. It's crazy. I know. But we were lucky enough to find some flour now, and I am so well stocked that our counters are full of bread and our oven's running all the time, and oh, it's so good. I guess we should let you know that we're recording this on the 18th of April, just so oh, yeah. you uh, know where our timeline is. Yeah, we're and, a month into this now. Yeah, so we've uh, we've been quarantined here. Uh, we actually took a drive to a gas station the other day. Woo-hoo! It was very exciting. We drove down the road, saw a couple of cars, <laughs> Oh boy! got out to the gas station. Not a soul at the gas station. Bob wore gloves. Of course, wore gloves, all, you know, do all the, the protective stuff. And then we drove home. It was uh, oh, our, our big adventure for the day. It was big exciting. Fun. We had started when this first, when the quarantine or lockdown or self-isolation, whatever you want to call it, started. We were still going in and getting carryout food because it. Right. We're like, oh, let's go to this favorite a lot restaurant of, our of ours. Favorite places got closed down. Uh, they did takeout, so we figured, yeah. oh, we'll we'll help them out and uh, buy food from them. But then we decided. Going into the places wasn't the best idea for us, bringing potentially germs back home. And so now we're cooking here. Right. Well, when I say we, I'm cooking here. I'm uh, I'm getting fatter here. <laughs> I'm enjoying the uh, the attention, to be honest with you. <laughs> he is getting... And you know, my favorite thing is when I bake a loaf and you go, oh my God, this is the best loaf yet. It's well, fantastic. It, it is. So you keep good. improving. That's the amazing thing about this. I'm getting good. You can get really good at, uh, <laughs> I'm getting uh, good. I guess, at baking one particular thing, but you're great at baking everything. So I am pretty good. I'm yeah, you say. are. I have to admit. Pat yourself on the back. Good it wasn't job. that long ago our doctor said, okay, you need to you know, cut all the carbs. <laughs> it's like, well, well, this is before she... <laughs> there was an epidemic of, uh, or right. pandemic, I should She's say. She's of... not around right now, uh-huh. so she can't see my well, scales or, well, you know. Yeah, but, she doesn't know what we're doing. You know what? When there's a pandemic, all rules are off, yeah. with exception of the rules that the government laid down on you. But, hey, uh, you know. know, what do you do? I know. Here we are. Here we are. So yeah. we decided to uh, just uh, give you an update as to what's happening and how long it's been since we recorded this Well, stuff. Bob, what are your favorite isolation things, besides the obvious? Oh, well, <laughs> no, that is pretty great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I guess... Uh, we're catching up on some of the most, uh, I guess, uh, incredible TV shows we mm-hmm. missed. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess everybody's watching television. There's nothing new. We haven't done yeah. anything out of the ordinary. I have I a weird, think. a little bit of a weird rule, and it's it's just my, in my, it's just who I am. So we don't have the TV on during the day. 
because we're doing stuff. I'm baking, reading a book. Bob's working on the computer down in his studio. But at night, when we turn the TV on, we'll watch for four or five hours straight. Sometimes six. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. You know, you get hooked into a, sh- oh my a story, and all of a sudden, what is going to happen next? But uh, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, we stay up pretty late. Well, I know, I mean, but he'll I mean, be we at don't midnight. stay. I'm talking about the six-hour marathon. No, but at midnight, it'll, he'll be like, should we watch one more episode? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, let's stay up. Mm-hmm. Well, should we watch one more? Well, no, two o'clock. It'll be two o'clock in the morning. Ah, who cares? What are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> and we check our calendar and go, what's tomorrow? Oh, mm-hmm. same, same thing. as today. Yeah, exactly. So we, we I'm push sure on. You're, you're all in the same boat as we are right now. Everybody so is. Yeah. Keep your chin up. This will not go on forever. I nope. can guarantee it. No, it won't. We'll be back on the road before you know it. And oh, what are we doing this be. afternoon, Bob? Today we are having what we call a tailgate cocktail party. Now, yeah. what we do is we uh, we have uh, friends over out in front of our house. We have a, a driveway that allows us to have, uh, I'd say, maybe eight people, all at uh, six feet appropriate or social more, distancing, far away. Everyone has to bring their own cooler, and you sit there and drink beer and yell at each other for. Well, we do it with golf carts because my sister lives next door and they come on their golf cart. My brother lives on the other side of us and they come in, well, I guess our golf cart. Whatever. (laughs) And and then other friends come in their cars and there we sit. It's pretty fun. It is. So you just uh, chat. You stay in your, uh, I guess, your area. Yep. And uh, if you have to... Uh, facilities we have uh woods so <laughs> yeah we can yeah we uh this is our third one today this afternoon we're going to do the third one and it was it's, it's a good been time really fun you get out in the sunshine a little bit and see other people and smile and catch up and because we do i miss it i'm an extrovert i need people around me and it's just great it's a great way to do it so i'm yay. not enough i'm you're a lot <laughs> <laughs> A lot of what? That doesn't what? What are you talking about? All right. So uh, we uh, will cut this off because we do have to get to a cocktail party in our driveway. Woo! And uh, this is uh, Whit Grayson and Jerry Stoner recorded in Arizona in uh, early, early March. So enjoy. Welcome to June Bug Journeys. Here we are, edition 34. Edition 34. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. I don't know I don't know, know why is. you do that. And I don't care anymore. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. How are you, sweetheart? I'm just so good. I'm just fresh from a nap. Nice. Sunny. We're in Arizona. You can't go wrong there. Nice, warm, and windy Arizona. I got a little fry bread in my tummy. Now, tell us, tell everybody what fry bread is. I'd never heard of fry bread until uh, well, our last trip. Maybe we need to back up so they know what we're doing. Or maybe not. I don't know. Back up? <laughs> I don't know. To where? Well, I said Arizona, so I guess they know we're in Arizona. Hi from Arizona. Hello from Litchfield Park, Arizona. Litchfield Park. We're in the Phoenix area. We're here for spring training baseball. We're in the farmlands of Phoenix. We are. We're looking at a farm field. Mm-hmm. It's empty. We saw a guy out there planting. Or actually just stirring up the dirt, getting ready to plant, I guess. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Right off of the 303 loop. And we're right next to an Air Force base, Luke Air Force Base. We've had quite the air show this last week. F-35s buzzing us all day long. It's really been fun. 
It is fun and really super noisy. But today is Sunday, and evidently they take off the Lord's Day for to, uh, so they, they don't bomb on the Lord's Day. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no bombing. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think they bomb out here. <laughs> no. Maybe they do, and we don't realize. Well, we it's bombing practice runs is what yeah. they do. So You think it is? I thought it was just I'm pretty for, sure. for fancy air shows. and. No, these guys are the real thing. Ooh. These are your fighter pilots uh, training to go out and blow up stuff. USA! USA! So okay. we're here in Arizona once yes, again are. for spring training. Yes. We've been enjoying some baseball at Goodyear Park. Watching the the Reds, hanging out with Marty Brenneman, and having a good time. And there goes an automobile. As you can tell, we're outdoors. We're outdoors, and we're near a lot of farm fa- farm fields. And farm fans. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, okay. Gosh, he's mean to me, you guys. I'm not mean to you. I'm just pointing out We're seeing out a lot of off-road vehicles, like the farm vehicles that you take out in the fields and stuff. And so they're like ATVs or, I don't know, rhinos and mules and... Whatever well, you are. know them all, don't you? Well, we have one. Well, we have a mule. And we used to have a what, Bob? A rhino. Thank you. Okay. So it's not like I'm, you know. Making stuff up, but you, uh, I'm pretty impressed that you knew all the, the remembered the names, if anything. No, I don't usually remember. I call our mule the rhino. Yes, you do. And then I get scolded. Uh, I get scolded anyway. I'm yeah, you get it. scolded all the time. <laughs> it's, it's amazing you're still here. I know. Uh, with us today, uh, who joined us for spring training, an old friend of mine. Uh, Jerry Stoner. Hello, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. Hello. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I am, too. Thanks yep. for having Good me. Good to see you. Thank uh, you. We pulled him out of Des Moines, Iowa to enjoy some baseball. We're sitting at a picnic table, and we're in the shade. It's a little chilly. And Jerry is sitting in the sun. Yeah. Wearing his shade. Smoking a cigar. Nice. Having a good day. Yes. Wearing his red spring training shirt. Yeah. Yep. Drinking a beer? Yeah. Yes, he's drinking a beer. A local beer. Jerry and I go way back, I think back to 1978. When I was working with the Young Americans in beautiful Petoskey, Michigan, Jerry was one of the uh, guys in the uh, in the troop that year, and we got to become very good friends. And because we, you were the only two straight guys, is that what you're? I okay. think you've said so that you've before. You just burst the bubble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that uh, really not that did I help. didn't find Bob, find Bob attractive. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody finds Bob attractive. Yeah, just, uh, yeah that, boys and girls. We had that going for us. So yeah, it was it was a good year. If I, I remember, remember you've said that before that you were one of the few straight guys in this troop. So all the girls, you know, kind of. Well, the the girls talked to us. <laughs> talked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> you know what? Things that you don't know is much better for our relationship. Yes. But, you know, I've said this so many times. What's if that, I don't honey? have the information, I just make it up. So what's in my head is way worse than probably anything you ever did. Oh, I really would love to see that. <laughs> I would really like to see what you're thinking of. That would be just spectacular. Oh, brother. Well, Jerry, good to see you. Thanks. Well, what good are you doing here. these days? I work. I'm working in Des Moines at a little uh, marketing agency called Flying Hippo. And, oh, I uh, like that name. Yeah, that's and a I've, clever name. Do you guys do uh, commercials, advertising stuff yeah, like that, stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah, and I just come up with the ideas and write the copy and that kind of stuff. So okay, yeah. do you write jingles but, still? Uh, I haven't done that in a while, no. but yeah, yeah, that's, that's you know we much don't it. hear jingles all that. You know, no. I used to make my living with those. Yeah, and there just aren't that many anymore. No. Not like it used to be in the '80s and '90s. No, Ka-ching. that's very true. Yeah. And that really did pay handsomely, didn't it? It did pay handsomely. Mm-hmm. Unlike not Jerry. Not anymore, right, Jerry? I'm with you. <laughs> Boy, I'm really bringing the room uh, down yeah, here. Yeah, you really are. 
Hey, Jerry, how's your bank account? <laughs> so, Jerry, first time to spring training? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is fantastic. Is it fun? Yeah, I've, uh, I'm, I am I grew up in Detroit, so I'm a Detroit Tiger fan, and they're down I'm sorry. in Florida. <laughs> yeah, I am, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in Florida, but I've never been to a spring training ever. Oh, yeah, down there is, even. Yeah. This is great. So yeah, spring a, training here, all the ballparks are nice and intimate. I think oh. max on the, uh, at least at Goodyear, is 11,000. And I think that's pretty much the standard for most of the ballparks, except for the Cubs, the my Cubs. Cubs. And I think they have a, a stadium that seats like 18,000. So it's pretty pretty incredible. You come it's out here, beautiful. you get to see baseball up close and personal. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's great. And when we sat down the first game, Jerry, were you here yet when we went to the first game? No, I think I not. No. I was sitting by my brother-in-law, Frank, and I just we heard that first hit. Crack. And the sound of the ball hitting the bat on a solid hit in the sunshine. It's a great sound. Oh, it's like, oh, spring is on its way. Mm -hmm. It was just fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, we're still a few days away from spring being official, but uh, it's it's spring training. It's March. Now they're starting it in February, which just seems odd, you know? Well, you're a little older than I am. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here we go. So, Jerry, how did you feel walking into the ballpark? I We've done it. this many times. Yeah, now, so. I grew up, my dad was a baseball guy, so I went all to the old Tiger Stadium. And, and so I, I've never been as into the other sports as baseball just because that's all I knew. So mm-hmm. I love baseball. Love it. It's a great sport. Yeah. Uh, it's America's pastime. Have you stayed a Tigers fan always? Yeah, yeah, yeah through thick and thin. Still, You know, it's hard yeah. to shed your... Uh, your boyhood team. Yeah. Well, he's it lived really in is. California and, I mean, lots you know, of Des Moines. Yeah, true. You know. And I'm connected to the Reds just because Sparky Anderson was the manager of the Reds and then he went on to the Tigers. To so. the Tigers, of yeah. course. So, well, had that connection. But, I, you know, I'm a Dodger fan from day one when I was a child until I met Marty Brenneman and Johnny Bench. And then Who? I started, <laughs> you know, that guy. I recognize those names. You know names. that guy. Who are those guys? And then I started uh, following the Reds a bit, so I, you know, I can be a, a two-team fan. And you'll cheer for my Cubs. I've said this before. When we're when we head each other up in in the playoffs, whoever wins that round of, between the Dodgers and the Cubs will cheer, cheer for the other so, team. So explain. Well, of course. I explain that to me because I grew up in a state that had a, a professional team and. Well, well, and you were in I, that's Illinois. professional in quotes. Right. I, grew up in <laughs> right. yeah. I grew up in Illinois where the state is kind of equally divided between uh, Cubs, Cubs fans and St. Louis Cardinals fans. And then there's some crazy White Sox fans up north. But, mm-hmm. but so, in Indianapolis, you got to yeah. short. Well, Indy originally yeah, was the uh, it had the farm team. The Indianapolis Indians uh, were always the, the AAA farm club for the Reds. Oh, why? That must have been maybe before my So you time. had guys like Dave Concepcion, all these great players from their Big Red that? Machine had all played in India at one oh, time and then know. moved on to Cincinnati to become uh, the superstars they were. Wow, I didn't know oh. that. And then, uh, I don't know, probably in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, they sold the team to the Montreal Expos. And, and I think now they're I think now they're affiliated with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So yeah, see they. So I have to ask you: the Reds are playing the Dodgers tomorrow. Yes. You're going to that game. What? Who do you root for? I will uh, root for both teams. More importantly, <laughs> mainly, uh, actually, man, I'll probably root for the Dodgers. I don't. I can't say that because the Reds gave me tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I say more importantly, what's he going to wear? Because yeah. Bob is known uh, for you know wearing what? an I'm LA going cap. To, I'm going to split the body in half. Uh, Ouch. The top, uh, probably Dodgers. Bottom, Reds. Bottom. 
You have red I got a red ass, darling. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to wear a T-shirt for Reds and a cap for the Dodgers? Yeah, why not? Okay. Sure. Okay. I'm going to represent for both teams. Will you swap if one's winning? Just go ahead and put that cap on or no? No, I'm only That's taking one cap. Oh, you're only going. I'm only I taking like one that. cap. I have a but purse. But I guess so I, I could always buy one in the pro shop. Yes, yeah. you yeah. could. Okay. Yeah. So I'll start with a Dodger hat, and if the Reds win, I'll run to the pro shop and get a Reds hat. Yes. Okay. So I know what my day's like tomorrow. How about yours? Same. Okay. My day is always what your day is. We're retired. Yeah, I know. Isn't it great? It is. It's pretty awesome. Now, pretty when they play, I don't know this, but do they... they are they playing a lot of younger players who don't get a chance? Is, is it a lot a of guys that usually of? at the beginning of the game, first few innings, they'll put the their stars. starters in, yeah. and yeah. then they bring in their talent that they hope will yeah. one day make the team, and those guys play. And we've seen some incredible baseball yeah. by these guys. They're trying hard. Well, yeah, they have to try hard because they want to make the team. Yeah, we've seen, we've some, seen some home runs. We've seen yeah. some amazing plays in the we outfield. We saw an inside-the-park home run. We did really by a, uh, a young rookie who hopes to make the team. And the outfielder, though, was injured. So I know. Right? Well, <laughs> you know what? Let, when you, let when the air you out of the dive balloon. for a ball yeah. and it goes under your glove, the key to, I guess... I guess to avoid embarrassment is you stay down. <laughs> like you're hurt. Like you're hurt. Because the only thing that you've actually hurt is your ego. <laughs> yeah, but you know so, what? How bad would you have felt if he had really hurt himself? I would have felt bad, but, you know, when you get up and you stay in the game, yeah, you, just you get know right back out in the field. that it wasn't an injury. Yeah. Okay. It was It was but the, a bad play. The crowd was going nuts cheering for this inside-the-park home run. Rah! The roar of the crowd. Rah! And then they noticed the outfielder they was laying there. They noticed that he's still laying there, and, and the guy's rounding third, and all of a sudden, silence. The cheering went yeah. right down. Yeah. So, but it was still fun to see, because you just don't see that You don't see inside-the-park home runs very often. Nope. And we saw a uh, throw out at the plate. From yep. far, far away. Left field? Yeah. that um, was, Well, yes. yes. Left field. Yes. That was from out out from left field. Is that how you say it? That, that kinda, came out that of came left, out field. left field. Yes. <laughs> That's where that came from. Yes, that out came out of left field. There you go. Yes. So, so we're here for baseball. Yeah, we're here for ba- baseball and to, uh, I guess, reconnect with Jerry. We haven't seen Jerry in a while. And... We crammed poor Jerry into this little house. My sister and her husband and my brother and his wife. And Bob and I are here. We're staying in the June bug in the driveway. And there's a bedroom with two twin beds. So we told Jerry he had to stay in the little skinny bed. He's a tall guy. That's all right. Did your feet hang over the yeah, end? Yeah, no, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> no, I'm just glad you had me out. We, I was planning to see these folks last July, but Bob got pneumonia. So yes. that didn't yes. sound very fun to me. A couple of times so. he got pneumonia. It was bad. I think it was actually the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, great. So Good I'm to immune know. to it now, so I don't need to wear a mask when I'm walking around town. <laughs> See how we're keeping this podcast current? It has to be current. Or no one will listen, sweetheart. Yeah, it's all out there. So I figured we'd uh, talk to Jerry about some, some of the things we did way back when. Oh, but no. since I'm old and can't remember any of them, <laughs> I'll let Jerry oh. tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> so do our fans... Our fans. Our listeners, I should say. Fans. We don't have fans. That's funny. No, we well, don't. you do, but I don't. But I do have our two listeners fans. really? Two more than you. Okay. Well, do our listeners know what was I gonna say? I don't oh, know. Oh, about the young Americans. <laughs> it was Gosh. a uh, uh, a singing, dancing group that was created in I think nineteen sixty, yep. maybe. Uh, with uh, Milt Anderson, Milton C. Anderson, who was the founder and director, along with Rod Serling, 
of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, because Milton was the music director of CBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he oh, did, I did not know yeah. that. He did That's some, trivia. Uh, he did some music for many shows, including Twilight Zone. Was and Twilight Playhouse Zone... Playhouse 90 was another one he did. Mm-hmm. Was Twilight Zone on CBS? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, they would have never met if it was on NBC. Honey. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Okay, so, I get yes. it now. So, yes, and uh, Rod Serling was the one who funded the uh, Young Americans. Oh. Uh, to get it started, he paid Milt $300 cash money to buy uh, costumes for the kids. That's some quality costuming. And, uh, yeah, and he... I bet they were red, white, and blue. No, I think they were kind of like... Cowboy out. There were some really weird outfits. Yeah. When I saw him, I couldn't believe it. I said, wait a minute, what the heck is this? You mean back but in the early, you didn't see back him in early. 60. Right. No, back in the 60s. And this was back when, I. you know, it took me a while to understand how. why was it that he had this passion. And a lot of it was when, it, it's hard to even imagine now, but back then the kids were getting into the gangs. And even West Side Story was like, oh boy, that's nasty. And <laughs> we want to get these kids something, you know, positive to think about. Let's get them into music. And that yeah. was his whole passion to get the kids involved in something that would be meaningful. And, and there was an age limit, 15 to like 21. 21. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the kids would audition and you'd get in based on your talent. And uh, yeah, and then they went on to perform on all the old variety shows ed sullivan and andy williams yeah, and they were Bing crosby even. well they started in california mm-hmm. and you lived in detroit yes how did you end up auditioning well there was a uh, a friend of mine from high school auditioned i went to see him at the summer stock theater they had up in petoskey michigan and i just knew it was music theater and i didn't really know anything about the young americans and I auditioned uh, at michigan state university they were touring with west side story and i auditioned and was told, uh, were you a jet or a shark? I wasn't in the. Oh. I was just went, so you couldn't make the gang. Huh? No, I. Well, they were they were touring uh. and they held auditions at the end of each show, mm. and I knew that, so I went up. I was going to school in uh, North Manchester, Indiana, which is not too far from Indianapolis, a couple hours, and I auditioned and was told about a month later that I didn't make it. Oh, you're and so kidding. I really, and you're so I, good. I may I planned to make my other plans, and then two weeks before it was to start, I got a call and say, "Yeah, we had a couple people uh, oh. couldn't make it." So do you, you know, that kind of felt like sloppy yeah. seconds, but yeah. I took it. Yeah, and I went, and then I auditioned for. They they had shows that you would audition for once you got up there, and, and uh, My Fair Lady was the show I auditioned for, and I played Alfred Doolittle. And Bob was running sound. And I didn't know this. Honestly, Bob, I don't think I knew this until maybe a year later that you were in the group. That I, I knew you were a sound guy. No, but I was I a sound guy, but um, I, wasn't a, I wasn't in the group until after I retired from sound. <laughs> and someone called and but asked... You were if, the old man of the group, right? Like in your 20s. Oh, yeah. I was probably 22, 23. It was like, oh, oh this is a crime. Why is he on stage? Uh, they called and asked if I would audition for, believe it or not, the musical Oklahoma to play Judd Fry, the evil man in the show. <laughs> yes. And I, uh, I auditioned for it and got the part and then toured uh, America doing that for a whole year. And were you And also uh, Charlie Callis no. in The Music Man. Yeah, I was not in the group then. Uh, no. I, I met Bob after that. But, you know, so I, you know, I, then how did you meet? Because oh, he was a sound he guy. Was, he was well. When, you when I went there in '78, you were running sound for a the dinner Boyne, theater over Boyne in Harbor Dinner Springs. Theater at uh, Boyne Highlands, 
which is a, it was a lot of fun. You know, you'd go have some dinner, watch us, let us enter, entertain you. And, and this was before you met Tom. I met Tom in 1980. And this yes. was? This was 78. Okay, so you So this still... was two, yeah. This was a year before I got into radio. I was just there strictly doing uh, Young Americans Theater and stuff. Then in 78, I went back to Los Angeles. Then in 79, came out and did the Boyne Theater again and decided I loved the Petoskey area so much, I was going to move there. So I moved, and that's when I uh, got into the radio station. I walked it to, into a WMBN, Michigan's Beautiful North, uh, and uh, asked if they needed someone to spin records for the disc jockeys. <laughs> and the guy goes, uh, um, sorry, but our disc jockeys <laughs> do that themselves. Do you want to be a disc jockey? I said, well, heck yeah, what do I have to do? Well, if you could uh, take this Associated Press news copy into that room over there, record it and bring it back to me, I'll take a listen and let you know. And the next day he called me and said I was hired. So, and it was, it was a total fluke. It was interesting because the the, the summer oh, stuff. Oh, they bombed oh, us! All right, look out! Here I thought they the had there. I thought they were taking Sundays off. <laughs> wow! Apparently not. They were uh, the dinner theater happened after the summer stock music theater. They this, that was in nineteen seventy five was the first summer stock. Yeah, and I was there for that. That was the year Rod Serling died. I remember yeah. because mm. we uh, just ran before, out of cash. No, honey, he ran out of breath. Yeah, his no, I meant lung you, cancer, I think it was. I didn't mean he ran out of cash. I meant after he died, the no. young Americans ran out of no, cash. No, we found out he'd passed away, the, oh. uh, I think, a few days before we had our, our first show in Petoskey, Michigan. I wasn't making light of him dying. Yes, you were. No. Mm, oh, yes, you were. Nah. Okay. So they started this. Boyne Highlands was a, a, a beautiful golf resort in the summer and a, and a ski resort in the winter. And they thought, boy, this is a perfect venue in the summer. To, we've got all these people that come up to do a summer, a, a dinner theater. So they thought, well, the Young Americans could do that. So at the same time, they were still doing the, the shows, the musical shows in Petoskey. And then in Harbor Springs, they started this dinner theater in 78. When, that's when I met Bob. And then the next year, I came back and did the dinner theater. And Bob was still working. You were still working there. I was doing, doing the yeah, sound. The yeah. sound there. Mm-hmm. That's when we got to know each other a lot better. And the following year, I came back one more time for the dinner theater. And that's when Bob was starting to work in radio. In radio. And so I would ask him, hey, can you work work my name in somehow? <laughs> into the news story? Oh, and he would. Absolutely. Uh-uh. Like so he, I remember one was, uh, it was some... Oh, that's petty, great. some theft or something, and, and you said, and Sheriff's Deputy Jerry Stoner was on the scene. He, oh. he just threw my name in there. <laughs> nobody knew. They didn't oh. care. Uh, we did that a lot. Small town radio. Yeah, that's beautiful. Like, nobody knows, and I was like, yeah, Jerry Stoner, sheriff of some county that you <laughs> oh, make that's up. fantastic. <laughs> sure. uh, yeah, it was fun stuff. And you kept listening just to yeah. on the outside chance. And yeah. so it was. I, I still remember Bob was. No, I love it here. I'm staying. And then you started working at the, the bar in Bar Harbor, was it? Was bar Harbor, so yeah. tenant bar because uh, radio didn't pay that much, believe yeah. it or not. And, um, yeah, I started uh, serving drinks. What year did it. you start tenant bar? Tenant so, bar, probably 81, maybe. And I started radio in 79. And then... Uh, and tell the story about you meeting Tom. This is, I love this, this is an well, origin I was, story. I was indeed tending bar at Bar Harbor. And uh, the it's a popular place in the summertime 
Still the, is. Yeah, still there. But it is last call Bar Harbor. You'd be out all night long, and people would zoom to that bar at a quarter to two, because last call was at two o'clock. And the place would be, you'd probably have 50 people in there, and then at quarter to two, there'd be 200 people in there. Wow. And between uh, 1.45 and 2 p.m., I would probably make $100 in tips. Wow. Because I was very fast at serving beer. And people came in just for that last bit? Why? Yep. Because that's just, where just you a met tradition. to go out and continue the party. Oh. Uh-huh. Or you may have, you know, made, met a gal. Meet a gal and take her out of the parking lot. Okay. And, uh, okay. Yeah. See, I want to know what's going on in your mind right now. I don't want all the right details. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And then uh, Tom came in. Uh, one evening after going to a Jay Giles concert at a place called Castle Farms in Charlevoix, Michigan. And he ordered a CC and ginger ale. Very Tom. Yes. And um, so I made him a CC ginger ale, served it to him. I was talking to another guy who was a disc jockey at the country radio station because I was still doing radio during the day and attending bar at night. And I was talking to him about how bad the equipment was at both of our stations. And Tom overheard us. He goes, are you guys in radio? I said, yeah, I do a afternoon show. And uh, I think it was Tim uh, did an afternoon show at the country station. He goes, do you mind if I come by your station and look at the trades? Uh, I just left a radio job, and I'm looking for another job. So do you mind if I come by? I said, was no. that a radio job in DeLand? DeLand, Florida. Yep. You know why they call it DeLand? Because it's... Uh I forget. Because it's by the sea. <laughs> no, but I thought it was not by the sea. It is time. by the sea. But oh, I, I never knew why. What what is Tom doing up in Harbor Springs? You... Well, his mom and dad would summer there every year. Oh, so he was very familiar with the area. He was from Cleveland. Yeah, area. Yes, right. Shaker Heights, and uh, he was there visiting his parents, and uh, you know, hanging out for the summer. So uh, I said, "Yeah, come on by the station," and he came by the next day, looking at the trades. My uh, manager, Trish McDonald, <laughs> met Tom that afternoon, and an hour later, he was hired as my program director. <laughs> I swear to God. Wow. He has management just written all it's over just, yeah. it's just all. incredible. <laughs> so uh, he, he was the uh, program director. I was the music director. He moved uh, to the three to seven slot. I was on ten to three, and then... Starting at about 1 o'clock, Tom would come in early, and we'd start screwing around on the air, doing crazy little bits, and then I'd stay till about 5, so between 1 and 5, we'd be creating this fun little radio thing that we eventually... So you just did that on your own, just yeah, for fun, was, because you liked each other. Yeah. And you knew you were funny together. And we loved making oh. each other laugh, and it was a oh, lot of fun. Isn't that just... But was this so, at the Petoskey Station? Yeah. So oh, you yeah. had moved to the Petoskey Station from where you were doing... We were at the Petoskey Station. Then, uh, after uh, our manager heard us screwing around on the air, she said, well, what was that I heard on the air yesterday? And uh, well, I think we were doing Leave It to Beaver Weather or something like that. <laughs> you know, something like you know, that. something like that. And uh, she said, well, I don't want any jokes on my show. I said, okay. And Tom left a week later, and I left, I don't know, two weeks later. And we got hired by WJML in Petoskey, the 100,000-watt powerhouse. And uh, we started doing morning shows there. And then... Um, but I'm, I'm fascinated by the 
natural progression from you had a show and he had a show and how you overlapped them yeah. simply because you like each other and you were funny. Oh, yeah. Not because somebody somewhere said, uh, let's move these fellas to where they oh, no, that, share an hour. No, no, that didn't happen together. at all. It was, it was just, uh, I guess, a, a general friendship yeah. that turned into uh, an on-air persona that was so much fun that it uh, it turned into a great career for us. That's awesome. The um, but you know we've in that four hour period between one and five we'd be doing stupid things and I'd stick around and Tom would be reading the news and I'd slowly creep into the station and set his news on fire and <laughs> just, you know just stupid things that we do. That I I don't know just just to it, make him laugh. Yeah, yeah. It, it was all a part of the fun mm-hmm. of uh, I guess getting to know each other and creating just laughs we yeah. just we both love to laugh and well it worked yeah it really did now so, explain how you got to indianapolis because i love this story we were uh now working at wjml the hundred thousand watt powerhouse of northern michigan <laughs> and um our ratings were tremendous we were it was the the breakfast club with did bob, you name it with bob and tom it was the breakfast club i think tom did a thing with um Oh, uh, not Art Brashore. Maybe it was Art Brashore. Tom was uh, doing radio with him, and then Art left, and they asked me to come and fill in. So I filled in, and that's when Tom and I started doing the mornings together. And it, and it, it was called The Breakfast gelled. Club with Bob Plus, and Tom? Plus, uh, it happened that uh, Tom and I were both, we were roommates at the time also. So I, I knew exactly all the stuff he was doing, and, so uh, it was an easy transition to go in there, and we just started goofing off, and people loved it. And the next thing you know, we had this incredible uh, ratings that the station Did loved. Did it surprise because they, you? Because, well, yeah. I mean, uh, a lot of things surprise you when you're in a booth, and you don't interact with anyone except for the people in the booth. So you have no idea who's listening or what's mm-hmm. going on around you. It's just what's going on in that room. And uh, we had a uh, I think it was a 44 share in the morning which is 12 plus which is an incredible number and all of the advertising dollars were coming to our radio station so uh, competitive our, com- our competitors were uh, actually recording our show and sending it out to other s- cities ah. hoping to get us hired away because oh, that is so yeah, brilliant. Amazing. All of the money, they, they couldn't get advertisers. And it worked. We got uh, our tape ended up in a, a radio convention in Miami. You didn't send it? No. Uh, and next thing you know, we're getting phone calls from around the country asking to send audition tapes. So you owe a debt of gratitude to some competitor who sent your tape. Right. Don't right? even know Absolutely. who, right? I have no idea who it was, <laughs> but it was one of the radio stations in uh, northern Michigan, and they uh, found us a job in Indianapolis, and the rest is history. And I'm so thankful because I met you. That's right, in Indianapolis. That's right. You little hottie. <laughs> so do you so, know what happened to the ratings after you guys left? Did they tank? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the... The guys that replaced us, Jerry and Dave, I thought they were fantastic. And they, I heard stuff of what they did, and uh, they were great. And I think Jerry, Jerry Noble, is still uh, in radio. I think he's a program director somewhere. So he's made uh, radio his lifelong career, and he's a good guy. He's funny. 
So how did, I'm just curious how that went, once you got to Indianapolis, then what happened at that point? How did you? When we first got there, we were, uh, uh, we were required to play 10 songs every hour, which doesn't give you a lot of time for comedy. And we were in a, uh, a contest. We guarantee we play five songs in a row or we pay $5,000. And uh, I screwed up. Out of your own pocket? Oh. I screwed up one morning and played four songs. And then what? Lost count and started talking or what? I think so. I have never heard this. And they were planning to give the money away. You know, they say, oh, here's the date we're going to give it away. But I screwed up and we had to give it away early. And, uh, boy, I heard that for a while. I bet. But uh, we didn't get fired. How did you screw up? You never screw that stuff up. Well, you know, when you're having fun, that's the thing. But we had fun. So you're and playing hits. Yeah, and all of a sudden, I, thought, I think I played five. Apparently, I didn't. People, are, phones are lighting up, and <laughs> oh, my God. And then uh, eventually, they once that uh, once that contest was over, they started dropping songs each hour so we could talk more. And it eventually went from ten songs an hour to zero songs an hour. Mm-hmm. Over the, a period of what, a year? Uh, probably a period of two years. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, then things started taking off, and we did all right. Yeah, you did all right. Yeah, we did fine. Look at that pretty June bug. Yeah. Yep. The other thing that I think is interesting, it didn't dawn on me until, and I'd stay in contact with Bob, I'd come and visit, and I started noticing an accumulation of clocks. And oh, I yes. didn't understand, why do you why are you a clock collector? But t- explain that. Well, uh, uh, clocks, uh, our whole my whole life was, I guess, it, it worked on time. He couldn't so, be late. He absolutely no, could not yeah, be late for work. My constant, I'm constantly looking at a clock in the morning. Because you, when you're talking, everyone. you know, okay, we only have five seconds left for this conversation or the music, right? There was never that. I mean, we would always go late, you would, okay. which we could. We had a floating clock, which they call on radio, which allowed you to break instead but of you at, still at 12, the clock. or I should say at 6.20, we could... If the conversation was great, we could sneak it out to 625. But you still knew it was 620. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I knew exactly but what there time were always it was. These... And I would be, you know, giving Tom the, the cutoff sign across the throat. And hey, he hey, the we have to, a scissors or we have to take a break. And when and you went to syndication, went there like hard breaks or those where you you needed to go? Again, no. We, it was still that. a floating clock. Wow. And everyone, uh, everyone had to play the game that we were providing. So it worked out great. But, you know, when you're in a good conversation. Yeah. And you have to stop it for a commercial. It's like, and you won't be able to pick that conversation back up again the way it's flowing. So you just let it float. And so uh, somewhere it, along the way, and somehow I find out that I'm kind of the interviewer here. But I noticed. I'm turned around. I do this. Wait a minute, what what the hell podcast is I thought you were but, our uh, guest. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I um, then you start at some point because I Bob started giving me his because I did he wasn't in the the market that I was in yet. And so I would only know about what he was doing through these CDs. You'd make these albums every year. Yeah, and, they did that And twice so I started listening to those. But then you started bringing a lot of comedians, too, right? And, and, yeah, and the comedians followed, uh, I don't know. It was when uh, the Comedy Connection opened downtown. It was uh, Chicken Patty Perrin. And they uh, started bringing in some great comics. And we got a, a, a nice uh, partnership going with them. And they would provide... Uh, comedians uh, every thursday and friday morning and uh, it just ballooned into wow we uh comedians usually are allowed 
a couple of seconds to tell a joke before they go into music or something, we would give these guys the you know plenty of time to the whole morning to riff. If they were good. Yeah, and yeah. if they were great, they'd stay the whole morning. If they were bad, well, we'd you know shuffle them out after an hour or whatever the <laughs> so case may be. Because this is a podcast, you can probably share best guest, worst. Yeah. You know, that's something that I, I really don't... He gets The worst guest was a comedian uh, magician. And, um, it's does radio. It, does it translate over? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, doing a magic trick. Some magic tricks can be done on radio if it's explained right, and, and they worked. But this guy here was not a very good comedian, and I'm guessing it wasn't a very good magician either. <laughs> I never saw his magic, but... We tried this conversation with him, and in the break, we said, is there anything that we can ask you about that, you know, you could share with the audience? He goes, yeah, I met the queen. You met the queen of England? Yes. Okay, well, we'll go with that when we come back. That's a good topic. We can talk about that. Hey, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back. We have so-and-so with us, and... uh, uh, you know, hey, it's uh, you know the proper time. It's six forty-five, whatever the case may be. And so we go. Okay, hey, uh, we understand that you met the Queen. Yes, I did. Oh. <laughs> you want to tell us about that? Dead air. And it's like, uh, and then what happened? You know, and it's like he had nothing else to say. Yes, oh, I did. Yes, I did. Well, you. My goodness. <laughs> I hope qu- everyone runs out and buys tickets to see this guy because That's I guarantee a... you will not be disappointed. And I guarantee he will not be oh, back on the and show. And he never did come back. But dead air. You know, uh, who doesn't have yes, a conversation? Yes, I did. It can't be that hard to continue a conversation. That was but, a, our know. worst guest. Uh, our best guest was Dolly Parton, without question. And uh, Why? Explain. Oh, Dolly. Kind of, she doesn't well, love yeah, Dolly. That's just it. Who doesn't love Dolly? Yeah. She is a storyteller. She's... Wonderful to look at. She's yeah. adorable. Just a marvelous lady, and she was supposed to do an hour with us, and ended up doing three. So she actually wow. said, "Would you call, would y'all mind if I stick around?" Oh. Like, oh my gosh, Dolly! So it was fun. I when, when was to this? That one. Oh my goodness, that was probably early, in the 2000s, early maybe or maybe late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah. Probably late nineties, I think. But wow. yeah, it was great. She was just absolutely wonderful. No, you know, we've had a number of great guest but yeah. she's the one that just sticks out not because of her chest but because of her wit yeah yeah she she's was a so funny clever. lady wow and her chest, her chest did add yeah. a great deal of, yeah. of, of joy of course but uh she is a funny lady well did last she... night we sat uh, together with our little gang of people and listened to some of bob and wit's greatest hits yeah, we played and a couple things. Th- we it was so much fun it's because fun. they were off the old records that we haven't heard for a long time, and one of them was called uh, "My TV Queens" or what's it actually called? TV Queens. TV Queens. If you can find a way to look for it, you guys, so funny, but it's a it's I guess a biography of my youth. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, we a, had yeah we had fun doing that, sitting around. Yeah. BS Which is funny. Fun? Twenty years in, you, that material holds up, yeah. and I'm proud of that for you. Well, thank you, darling. I, well, I think it's, it's hilarious stuff. Wit was a great writer too. Is a, still a great writer mm-hmm. too. It was really fun. Yes, really it was. Neat. Maybe we'll get Wit on here. Uh, on we're this yeah. We're gonna. This, this is gonna be a two part podcast. Our second, or three. 
Oh, a second part uh, today. Hey, I did ask Jerry. Well, I'll tell you you about our second part in a minute. You can tell me in a second. Okay. Hey, I asked Jerry, because we did listen to a podcast today for fun. We listened to our Disney episode with Whit Grayson and his daughter Blythe. Really fun to listen to. We got hilarious laughs even after we recorded it, and we've heard it before. Um, But I asked Jerry if it was the appropriate length. It was an hour and 20 minutes. And Jerry said, "I thought it was fine." And I, here's well, here's I, what's your point, honey? Bob likes to cut these things short, and I think we need a little more time for the love. That's all. Oh, I, I see what you're doing. So you're putting me under pressure as no. we. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. For, so no. what you want us to do is an hour and forty minutes. No, I'm going to ask for our listeners' feedback at the end of this. If you oh, I can see. tell me on the on the website or on the Facebook page, please tell me at JuneBugJourneys.com. <laughs> you see, I'm used to doing I, radio in 10 to 15 minute yes. segments. But you know? this isn't radio. You have the freedom, the flexibility. You can cuss. I think we'll be right back after yeah, that. <laughs> I, I think that's why it's hard for Bob because he's used to when do you wrap it segments. up? And it, it is true, even in, in marketing. Because we, the, uh, the key to great radio, <laughs> less is more. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you well, felt like that hour and, and 20 was okay. I will say, okay. though, so here's the thing. There's always rules, but then rules can be broken. Because yes. remember before... And sometimes when they're broken, it crashes. Right. But <laughs> before Hey Jude, how long were records? Three minutes. Right. So mm-hmm. they, if it's good, I've always thought if it's good, and I, that's But a, you know, I could have gone with two minutes less of Nana's. I could have. No, I don't think so. I don't believe you. You could have faded that out at any time. Oh. Oh. I'm just saying. I know where this is going, and uh-huh. I'm done, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think sometimes our conversations are, I don't know, we're ready to go on to another topic or something. But instead, Bob's like, well, thanks for listening, folks. Yep. Goodbye. Well, I'm just I saying. Know. I'm just used to. Uh, so, Jerry, give me the what? unbiased, well, I not think, Bob or Becky. No, I think... Um, I don't know. There's, there isn't a rule. Yeah, there, what's the rule? How even, long should well, a podcast even in, be? Even in marketing, they say, oh, yeah, the, there's no attention span. You've got to have a commercial that's only 15 or, or a video online, 15 or 30 seconds because yeah. their attention span. But if it's good, yeah. it pulls you in. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter. The, the key is, do you can you tell... Can you tell if it's good? And that's where it's hard to know. I think this... And I thought what you right. played for me today was fantastic and a lot of times you feel like i could have sat for another hour i know i know or make it a two-parter yeah we did make it a two-parter and it was an hour and 40 minutes well no we broke in the middle for a that would be part two yeah (laughs) (laughs) my god disney should have been a sponsor then you could have you know yeah well Well, that'll never happen as we know there would have been restrictions (laughs) you know that's that's what happens Uh yeah we don't want sponsors we really don't no a sponsorship is it's overrated. I, I think, uh, although that's what you make your living on, so I, I shouldn't say that. I think you should get Backseat Navigator to be your sponsor. Oh, oh yes, we. Oh, <laughs> you know, I just downloaded segue. this. Segue. Just ex- downloaded this. Jerry had this. Well, while let we Jerry were, tell the story. While we were driving, and this oh, is the greatest navigator of all time. This lady. I thought you were going to let him tell no, the story. Right. This he lady curses it. at you when you make a mistake. <laughs> what, Jerry? That, no, that's all right. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. I had a friend of mine uh, uh, just today. I was driving back and, and visited him here, here in Arizona. And he's also a mutual friend of Bob's. And he had this navigation. He didn't tell me about it. And I just hear this. Na- Can I cuss? Sure. Yes. Yeah. So she says, uh, uh, drive 
three motherfucking miles and make a right hand turn, you you shithead. And it, it's like what? And what? It just what? he didn't tell you I had it. No, and it sounds just like your typical navigation. Mm-hmm. She's got that monotone sort of robot voice. And I thought, what is this? And he said it's BS Navigator, which I came to find backseat backseat navigator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then you found out there's more to it. Yes, it's a it's a free app, but if you pay the extra dollar ninety nine for oh. no advertising. You get oh. a lot more uh, cussing, more cussing? <laughs> a lot more cussing, and uh, more rude statements to you as you drive. And different accents. So yeah, you can do. Well, a- today we took a drive with Jerry and the app to go get fry bread. And, oh, coming back around to fry bread and ice cream at this general store, a terrific little general store out here in the country. And he put the directions on to go to a location, but we went the opposite direction. And, and she- I think. <laughs> Laid it was the into best us. Thing. Who taught you to drive? You stupid fuck. What are you doing? <laughs> it was hilarious. Turn right here, ass. I've got an idea. Why don't you listen to me? Oh, yeah. And this one, we thought it was, we'd heard it all, and it, she kept coming up with more. When we finally get to our destination, she goes, we're finally here. Can I take a shit? Because I've been waiting all this I've been time. waiting two hours. <laughs> yes. I know. It so. is worth it. So I think Bob and I on the trip are going to have to find a way to record it as we drive. Yeah, we can do that. Although, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, because sure. we're going to hopefully, it'll be like a little sequel to our Route 66 fiasco where we uh, recorded in the super truck and everything was closed, including our final big destination, The Thing. Well, now, here's some great news, honey. I know. In Arizona, we're... Or, going home via Texas and then back to Indianapolis. And the route from here to Texas should take us by the thing. Yay! So I'm hoping the highway is not closed this time. I hope it's so open. So I get to show you the thing. I you want to see the thing, honey? I do. Yeah, I, I bet do. you do. Explain that. First of all, I can't believe that she hasn't seen the thing. No, how how long have you guys have been you married? Have you seen the thing? No, oh, that but thing. explain again what <laughs> it is, the thing it's is. It's something I remember as a 10-year-old when I went across country <laughs> with my family in a station wagon. And it was a billboard that showed up constantly. And it was like, oh, the thing. Be sure to see the thing. Just billboards. The thing, 200 miles. The thing, 150 miles. The thing, the mysterious thing of the desert. 50 miles. See the thing, 25 miles. And you know young boys like Bob. And I'm sitting there, well, we got to see the thing. Dad. And luckily, Dad had to get gas. And I said, well, let's see the thing. And we got in there, and the see the thing at the time in 1960 was 25 cents. That's your weekly allowance at the time. So I said, can I have my allowance? I want to see the thing. And he goes, Okay. And Dad, of course, knew that it was a scam, I'm sure, because it probably happened to him when he was a boy. So I take my quarter, pay for the admission, go back, and there's a skull in a pit of sand. That was it. That was the thing. A human skull? A human skull, yes. But oh, it was human, though. Not like a cat skull. I'm guessing it was from Rebel, Rebel Models or whatever yeah. it was. That oh, it was just, you know, it was a not skull. Even, not yeah. even a real skull. Yeah. Um, or well, human I'm still going to see it. I'm determined. So, they but they said it? the 25 yeah. cents uh, goes to any purchase in the gift shop. What'd you buy? I don't remember, but I was stuck. I had to buy something because this was my allowance for the whole week. <laughs> I, I don't know. I probably got a, 
license plate with my name on it or something. You I had know. that easy name, Bob. Yeah, there, there was always a Bob around. Yale, my brother Yale just said today that he spent his whole life at those truck stops and grocery stores and stuff looking for anything with his name on it. The only thing, the only thing with his name on it are locks and padlocks. Uh, <laughs> padlocks and forklifts. Can I tell you a Bob story? So yeah. my dad's name is Bob. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever, I think I've shared this with you. But only some... <laughs> I was going to say, only some close friends know this, but now apparently everybody's going to know Everybody will it. know. But At least funny. our two fans I will think, know it. Do you yeah. still have your dad? No, okay, he's then not. But my mom's still here. around, so she may be embarrassed, but <laughs> I don't think she'll listen to this. But uh, she has a good sense of humor. So when we lived in Southern California, we had just gotten married. We were living in a townhouse, and my parents come out to visit, and they're wanting to see the grandkids, and we're like, we need a break, babysit, and we're going to go out and have dinner somewhere. So we do. We get back late, and they're staying in our bedroom upstairs, and we're staying in the other bedroom upstairs. So we got to climb up the stairs, and halfway up the stairs, I hear, Bob, you're killing me. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. How embarrassing. So now oh. it's almost any time. It, I oh. hear the word Bob, or uh, it's, and I have friends go, Bob, you're killing me. It's always okay, the punchline. Okay, i that line. You know, there's nothing like a strange bed to get the juices flowing. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. Oh. Well, I think it was a water bed. I think oh. we had a water bed, so oh. sloshing going oh, on. You're drowning me. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's fantastic. But man, you know, and I was in my oh, mid-20s, and oh you, you can't be oh, old enough to, no. to not let no, that bother that you. that image will never leave you. No matter you. what your age, oh, my no God. matter. Oh, Bob, you're killing me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Well, I think uh, that, uh, that's it. I think uh, I think we should take a little break. All right. And come back with some more guests. That sounds like a plan. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, bye. Welcome to Junebug Journey Spring Training Edition. We're in beautiful Arizona. Ooh, Arizona. Arizona. I don't know the words. Do you know the words? Well, uh, take off your hobo shoes. <laughs> take off your hobo shoes. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Colors of green and gray. Is uh, joining is us is America's best friend. Oh, hi. Uh, what Grace? Hello. Hello, Whit. How Hi, are you? Hi, Whit. It's been a great week, weekend. Yes, it has. Yeah. It's been a blast. This is your second or third time out here? Third time out here. Third mm-hmm. time. Yep. Okay. Enjoying some baseball, and uh, we were just talking. I think we've both uh, gained about 10 pounds. Oh, oh my gosh. From it's, all the food and yeah. booze that we've been consuming. So, uh, we were already talking about that, and then Yale, my brother, said, ice cream, my treat, on the way home. So we had to stop and get ice cream, and I wasn't even hungry. Because well, you can't right. say no. I know. It's free that ice cream. That would be rude. I agree. Right. 100%. I ate every bite. Well, I took the little tip off and threw it away because I was getting too full. How sad. I know. But it was good. There's a little general store. Wit and the guys haven't seen it. It's got tack and feed, a wall full of horseshoes. Yeah, you need to shoe your horse. That's if you place want to go. to, go to the general store. Have Old you already West. mentioned the sign down the road? No. Which one? Uh, pigs for pigs sale? Pigs for sale. No, I have not. <laughs> we're living in a high-class we neighborhood. We want people to think we're in a classy neighborhood, but no, we're actually in farmlands. Uh, I was going to say yeah. more like Spawn Ranch <laughs> oh, boy. Is, is the feeling I got when oh, I first pulled okay. in. It well, the owner is like asleep that. in a back room over here. <clears throat> well. Uh, no, we're, at, uh, we're in the, I guess, the farm fields of um, Phoenix. Yeah, it's the weird. outskirts. Everything's irrigated. Mm-hmm. 
And it's, it's a, you know, right now, if you just sit still for a second, it's pretty quiet. Mm-hmm. We've been, any uh, moment now. There are flyovers from uh, Luke Air Force Base over here with uh, F-35 uh, fighter jets just practicing and practicing and practicing. And, oh, I uh, hear one off in the mm-hmm. distance. But it's pretty incre- uh, uh, pretty impressive to see. You think they'll come through on the mics if we hear oh, a plane? Absolutely. I'm sure they will. Oh, okay. There'll be uh, two coming overhead here in a, in a couple of minutes <laughs> uh, preparing for their landing. We're right in the flight path uh, for these guys to land. What is this red dot on my chest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. how accurate they are. Yep. They know you're here. Yep. Mm-hmm. So what, how are you doing? Great. This, uh-huh. been a, this is my third time out here. Maybe my most favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. Excellent. We saw your buddy Jerry. Yeah, who my spoke friend. with you and who mm-hmm. I'd met before, and we had a great night last night. Yeah. We did. We had uh, Marty Brenneman over, and he actually helped with a, a podcast. And then and, after uh, the podcast, oh my god, things got crazy. It, it really did. It's amazing. Uh, we should have a mic going at all times because <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah. I know. And they were all. Marty Stories. is one of the funniest guys but around. But Yale, and, and they were all telling the and Susan and Frank and just hilarious stories. We heard stories about making bullets in your driveway. Yes. yes. And oh, wait a minute. Here oh, comes, here comes. Uh, uh, two of the jets. What do you have to say? Whit? Flying overhead. What's the Bob Hope line? Hope it's one of ours. Hope it's one of ours. It it is. It's beautiful though. It is a beautiful sight to see. USA! USA! It is true. Yeah, it's really something. another one. Well, I don't know if we're going to be... See, uh, you wouldn't think that uh, doing a podcast... (laughs) Does this work when they're flying (laughs) overhead? uh, 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 The approach for a a landing strip would be a smart idea, but we decided to do it. Here we go. Should we pause and play back to make sure they can hear our voices? They can hear our voices. We're right on it. Okay. This, this is, is what they call local color. Noise. <laughs> it's local yeah, color. Local color. All right. Yes, indeed. But anyway, we we uh, we our topics range from making bullets. Yes. To pooping off the back of a boat. Yes. yes. To. <laughs> I know this is kind of crazy. Wait a minute. What? Oh, it's a beautiful sight. Two of them. Wow. And then we. We had burnt privates. Wait, yes. burnt privates, yes. Um, um, yeah, that was something else. A that guy was a story who was I had not necking heard. with a girl and had to run toward a burning house and couldn't run that fast. Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. So it oh, was all over the board. We it covered was. it all. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it, it out hilarious. here. And I love uh, gathering with all of our friends at spring training. It's an absolute blast. I really think there's got to be a way to have, you know, 10 microphones. Or just a few, and then somebody steps up with their story like Yale and Carol did, or, you know, you step up for the next story. That would make a funny podcast. Yeah, but when you have ten microphones, uh, no, it's just, hard okay, to understand. Three or I've four. heard that, Who's and it doesn't speaking. play well. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> so two or three, but sometime yeah. we're going to work that out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You will. But I, I had said to my friends who are here with me that, to me, this trip is nine parts friendship, one part baseball. Because it's, it, it's just so much fun. Yeah. But the baseball is. Oh, the baseball, baseball is great. Is, I'm yeah, not diminishing that's that. The cherry I'm, on top. Yeah. For it me. is. Yes, it is. <laughs> we got to see the uh, Dodgers and Reds play today. Uh, the Reds handled the Dodgers. Well, very we don't well know. Today. We left in the seventh inning to do. Well, a it was all the. Now it's all the. Uh, just, uh, the we saw the starting lineups for the first six yeah. innings, and then they brought in all the guys and. Tormund, also known as. Oh. <laughs> Justin, what's his Justin last name? Justin Turner. Justin Turner. Yes. And he looks just like Tormund from. 
Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Looks just like him in well, a baseball uniform. Well, I love so him. you think. Well, no, a lot of people, Bob, get on the Twitter once it's in a while. Mostly women who think I just that. have basic cable, so I have no idea yeah, what you're what talking you're about. Yeah, it's, it's a Game of Thrones thing. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Torment is coming. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that would have fit, last, fit, fit last night. Uh, yeah. yeah, it would have. It would have been one of the uh, great stories of last night. So what have you guys been doing? Well, I've You've got, been with us quite a bit. Yeah, but. you guys have this ranch house, right? Sort of. We're out on a ranch. And uh, we're staying at the Wigwam, <laughs> which is an old, old Arizona classic resort. Right. From the late 20s, I think. Been around a long time. Yeah, I don't know. And, and I think they said 1929 when no, we were there. Yes. And, so that's uh, a bad year to open a business. It is. It is. But they uh They, they survived. It. And, yeah. and it's beautiful. Yeah. And so we had a on-property brunch yesterday and uh i had asked um you know what time it opened they said well 10 i said good it's our reservation is ten thirty, and they said tell us how it is who said that who said the management? The, the, yeah and i said and they don't said, you know they said this is our first try at this mm. oh they never had a brunch before oh no. okay so we looked at the menu a little cautiously did they comp you at all nope we got well. We got complimentary. Uh, uh, what do you call it? mimosas? Hey, that's worth it. Well, that's which, nice. which wasn't bad, but it was a great brunch. It's a great, beautiful property. There's a golf course right there. Your three young men. Were there any ladies around? Oh yeah, and they yeah. were they were turning heads every time they walked past us. <laughs> I'm sure. Because there's a lot of baseball and golf fellas yeah, out here. Yeah, I think I, we, I think it was looks of pity, <laughs> quite frankly. <laughs> but I had my mm-hmm. soon-to-be son-in-law Ryan with me. Yay, right? Ryan! And then one of the uh, teen sensation, fabulous tempos, Sarge, hey, Sarge is here <laughs> for his first time. Right. Yeah. So and we've just had a blast. Breaking them in right. Although Becky opined, she thinks it's weird. What's weird? That we're in the same suite. I don't approve. I think it's weird. Sorry. Yeah, on the road, I like having my own room. Bob, tell the truth. Do you think it's weird that they're in the same room? Three uh, grown-ass men. Yeah, three grown-ass men should be able to have their own room. But I, you know. It's, it's just it's economy. The and it's and the smells and the no, sharing of no. the... No. Bathroom and no. It's just fine. You we, we there's a sign up sheet and you pick your time. <laughs> Shower, nine forty five. Now I might ask for comments at the end of this from our listeners. About our fans. <laughs> to we find have two. out what they think of three grown men sharing a hotel room. Well, I mean, part of it is economy because where we're staying is about four hundred twenty dollars a night. Okay, oh that's so that's that, pricey. That makes and sense. so and I'll give not you that. that you but doubling that when when the rooms right. are giant, right? They've got okay. two sinks. They've got two giant queen That's size pricey. beds. I approve. And See, then, I picture and, you guys like the three stooges in the same bed, no, snoring at uh, and rolling over yeah, at the uh-huh, same time. Same yeah. Yeah. No, but it, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I had been. I'm a fraternity How was your man. Hotel last year. Compared. Oh well, okay. Uh, last year, Ryan was out here with me, and we were going to stay at the Quality Inn, right? Which I learned was an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we walked in, and it was a murder hotel. Yeah. I mean, it was literally <laughs> the people in the lobby were murderers. <laughs> we walked. We, we when I checked in, the uh, desk clerk goes, "Oh, you have one of our suites." Oh, so does we, that come with a Kevlar so, vest? Or so we, <laughs> we walked up, and it's one of those old, what would you call it, the out exterior balcony right. motels, yeah. where your doors just exposed. The Martin Luther King. I wasn't going to say it, but that to paint a picture. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> and so we walked around a U and walked by. What? <laughs> well, they are kind of loud. I think they're going to bomb These us. guys. I think they're actually bombing. They are uh, bombing. Phoenix. What's happening, Yale? But, uh, well, there's a coyote problem here, I've read, <laughs> and I think they're trying to eradicate them. Oh, he, uh. He's, he's burning it straight up in the air. He's wow. Going straight up That's in the air. That's pretty impressive. Wow. That's cool. But, Who knew uh, we were going to see a moonshot today? We we uh, we walked all the way around the U, and there were, you know, like room 113, 115, 117, and ours was like 127. Right. So we got all the way around, and as we got to 127, there was a plaque. Whoa. Yeah. Gosh. As you got to 127, what happened? There was a little plaque the size of what? I mean, like. Four inches by three inches. Like a business card? That said, sweet. <laughs> and, sweet. And our key well, wouldn't work in the door. Uh, an I-U or an E-E? Well, it was S-U-I. <laughs> but we put our key in the door. It didn't work, thankfully. Uh-huh. Because, as you may have shared last year, you guys had a rough beginning to your trip. We did. Oh, yes. last year was uh, the trip from hell. Yeah. So they food had poisoning. food poisoning. And they had gotten ill on the plane here the day before yeah. we stepped yes. in. So I extrapolated your story and brought it into mine, and I went to the front desk, and I said, this isn't going to work. And in spring training, you can't get a refund. Right. I mean, no. it's like two weeks out. Oh, you forgot yeah, about agreed. the ice machine. Oh, the ice machine, where, where you put your ice bucket in and the ice drops down, uh, had a, a fresh roll of toilet paper. In the uh, ice machine. In the receptacle for the ice? Oh, yes. What nice. was that used for? I didn't ask, yeah, and I, I don't, don't want to know. I don't want to know. But yeah. anyway, I went to the front desk, and I said, two of our party got violently ill on the way out here. True. Mm-hmm. True. True. Um, they may have to go to the hospital to get fluids. True. 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 And I'm just not sure we can stay. We're here from Indianapolis for spring training. We mm-hmm. flew in today. Right. True, 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 true. Yep. All Guy true. was horrified. They got the real manager. Refund. Nice. Nice. So we were clean, and then we stayed with the Brennemans, who were so kind. Yeah. Yep, yep. Marty is a good man. Yeah. So was Amanda. And you didn't even have to use the word coronavirus. No, although... It wasn't around last year. No, well, it was probably around. Well, probably we started know. there in, in their ice machine, <laughs> <laughs> as I recall. <laughs> I understand they've, uh, they have uh, redone the, ho- the so, hotel this year. And it's, uh, uh, our it's friend nice. Amanda Brenneman recommended a breakfast spot for us, which was right at shared the same parking lot as our hotel last year, the mm-hmm. Quality Inn. And so... We had a wait. We put our name in, 10-minute wait. So Ryan and I were going to show Sarge mm-hmm. how horrible it was. It completely redone. Nice. Beautiful contemporary lines. I mean, I felt like I wanted to stay there. <laughs> Too late. Well, good. Right, right. Well, that's wild. The manager did give me a, a look like, hey, I've, I've seen, seen you. you before. Right. Well, okay. Yeah, your guy wasn't, yeah, your right. buddy wasn't sick. That's fantastic. Well, this has been a, uh, a great trip, and um, we are planning to do this every year. It's one of the... Highlights the, actually it really makes the winter go by quick. I look forward to yeah. it. It's great it's to come really out here, fun. and this climate is amazing. Mm-hmm. Even when it's chilly, it's beautiful. Yep. Mountains and the sunsets are incredible. To me, I, I love being out here. It's beautiful. The scenery's gorgeous, especially if we bring the June bug the way we did this time. But um, the baseball, I love sitting oh. in the in the friendly confines, uh, not Wrigley Field, but. These small stadiums. It's oh, intimate. You're it's right so by the players. Oh yeah, that's great. The crack of the bat. I mean, these the uh, these the seats. You know, they're twenty dollars seats, but in uh, regular season, they're going to be a hundred dollars seats because you're so close. Mm-hmm. We. Uh, I think it was the first night we were here. It was that when we played the horse racing game. 
Yeah, uh, the first night. Have you that. spoken Frank's about that? Game. No, Ta- we talk forgot. about that a little. Yeah. That's a it's great a, game. A card game with um, twelve horses, and you have to scratch four horses. And each of those horses that are scratched have a different value, from a quarter up to a dollar. And every time you roll the dice, that number of horse you have to throw into the pot, and it can go around and round we had and round. And your horse, your number eight horse, can just sit at the starting gate the whole time because no one rolls an eight but the next thing you know five people roll an eight and bam you're a winner it's a it's a fun game I it's think a good way to take my money it's a great way to win money too that's i think how ryan and i ended up winning i it's know all, you guys it's all out. the roll of the dice yes. so it's a, it's it's, really it's a lot it's of fun almost impossible to describe but until you do the first it, it would we through. play two hours probably maybe probably more yeah. and, and so the reason i bring that up was i don't know how this happened i think ryan on his phone and there was a bluetooth spook uh, speaker and yep and we started playing some of the old bob and tom bits yes and uh took an hour and, and some you just don't hear much anymore right mm-hmm. and just laughed and and that was great memories bob. what are some of your faves what what are some of your faves um, that well, you and bob wrote the one that bob wrote that i'd forgotten about was you suck I'd forgotten that song. And yeah, that's a, that didn't that's get a, the airplay. I hoped that uh, was a great song. May have been a little too, a little too dicey Risk for the a? show, which is hard to believe. But uh, yeah, uh, that, that was, was I like that one, and I've always loved Peekaboo Camera. Yeah, we well, that's one that. of my favorites. That's one of my yeah. favorites, and uh, then we played the two of, I guess the three versions of Bob's greatest hits. Yeah, and those are some great song titles and little. I always like vignettes. it when you do your voice. Like on Peekaboo Camera? Oh, yeah, like uh, <laughs> brought to you by Clear Glass. Naked women look better through Clear Glass. <laughs> and Kleenex. You, you can never have, have enough, enough Kleenex. Kleenex. Oh. But those were fun. And, and that to me, and I was telling these guys going home, you could you could look at that if you're a bystander one of two ways, like, hey, Bob and Witt are playing their hits their for hits. all of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I look at like it as, tooting your own horn. I look at it as totally opposite. Just bring back those memories of how much fun that was writing them and producing them and yeah. it was a lot of well, fun. Well nobody in this group thinks you're tooting your own horn. Everybody was laughing and I know, but I'm just saying bit, I always but... kinda hate hesitate. Yeah. But I never get tired of it because as I was telling you, Becky, I hear them and I remember where we were, what we were doing, what was going on mm-hmm. in our lives at that time and, and it's just where it's, the seed of the idea yes. came from. Yep. And then where you actually wrote it. Yep. And and, uh, and I like it when you talk about how much you and Bob make each other laugh when you're oh, writing. We would, when, yeah, that's so much. There's so many lines that we wrote that could not possibly be aired on American radio. We, that, you we, mean we, things you, you threw away because they weren't doable? Well, well, you had to throw them away because otherwise there would be FCC fines galore. <laughs> but that would we would literally, and I'm not kidding, almost laugh to our stomachs hurt. True. Not all the time. I mean, some of it's clinical. Like I, I was telling Ryan and Sards, there would be times Bob and I would sit silent for 15 minutes mm-hmm. trying to come up with that perfect... Think of a line, the perfect and, line. And, and it wasn't somber, but we're playing in our own minds. And I was telling them, a lot of times I would say, well, this isn't it, Bob, but maybe this will get us there. And and it's like building. Mm-hmm. And then finally somebody, and a lot of times it would be him, he would start that giggle. And then tell me what it was, and we would just howl. And you know, you, you think of a thing it, and you right? laugh. You laugh when you think of it. 
without sharing it. And right, and then you then, then it's, you, you try to share it. It is, and then you have to write a different fun. line, knowing that that was by far the best line, and you can't say it. You can't say it. Right. Too bad. But you but, try to get that idea across in different terms. And that you was, did. You always did. Oh, that was, and, and it's just fun for me to not relive it. That sounds like glory days. But I just remember the fond mm-hmm. times we had. Mm-hmm. When writing, yeah. That, I yes. liked hearing Chugalug because Wit does this hilarious voice. Oh, that's it. Sid. Sid Gurney. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sid. Yeah. And Every, but everybody in our listeners do, don't know necessarily who Sid Gurney is. But he's, he's funny. I guess they play... Bart and Sid occasionally, mm-hmm. but it's been edited. I mean, Bart would, Bart would call Sid some names that are not PC. acceptable anymore. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But That's it's interesting, not, not to go too deep, but to me, the joke was always that Bart's an idiot. Not that, I mean, if you got the joke, you would almost, like, this guy's an idiot. Right. You would not be offended by Bart because he can't help it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's clueless. True. But Boy, now that's true pe- of so many people. But, but now people won't, they once won't. they hear something, they're... Is no. the word triggered? They're yeah. triggered. Yeah. Oh. So that was fun. Yeah. It was. I'm hoping triggered goes away Well, in our lifetime. It might. I guess it depends. I can't think of a thing that triggers me. Uh, well, I... I think of things that make breasts. me roll my eyes. Yes. Breasts trigger me. <laughs> you do. Here he goes. Is it okay to go off... You can, go off, for, you can go off any topic you don't you think like. Dale Evans was ever triggered, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Okay, uh, yeah. okay. I just was yeah. curious. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I do it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. See, that's kind of stuff we could not No, you say. can't say. No. No. But on this, we but have it, a little tag that's called explicit for certain episodes. Little, little red E little in a circle. Little red thing that yeah. lets people know ahead But that's of time. the kind of stuff that we would laugh about, and then it would almost spur you on to... Find a way to say Dale Evans or was something. triggered right. without right. saying Dale Evans was triggered. Right. Correct. Right? Yes. Sort of like uh, uh, Jackie and the horse or whatever. Oh, uh, yes. helping What's... Jack off a horse. That's how Jackie Kennedy broke her arm. <laughs> Which well, you is know, uh, legitimate. JFK right. was quite the writer. Yes, he was. Yes, yes. So you he get was. the point across without, yeah. Well, like that it. one there was a, a bit over the top, but hey, yeah. At that time, we could get away with stuff like that. Now, you can't. Yeah. No. And, and like, um, the only old Love Brothers they still play, I think, is the Harass Away. Because it will, sometimes it's topical. Yeah. And I don't think anything was in that that was... No, I don't think so. ...necessarily offensive. I don't know. No, it was perfect, actually. It was perfectly done. Generic. See, some and on our podcast, we can put those things in if we want to. Little, little clips little of, drop-ins. of funny... You know, yeah. like we pause right here, and it could be harass away. Mm-hmm. Or it couldn't. <laughs> right. Do you want to pause and then have Bob and I laugh like we're coming back out of it? Oh, that was so clever. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'd probably pause it and just end the uh, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, hey, wait yeah. a minute. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so do you do these? You travel a lot now. Well, I How frequently back. do you do a June bug journey? Uh, the intention was every month or two. Okay. We did two in 2019. Uh, is that all? I think. Maybe two, maybe three. Okay. And so far in 2020, uh, we're, this we're will off be to our, a roaring start. This will be our second. It's the roaring 20s. Oh, oh I see what you did I there. That happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because our friend Jerry was here. He's now since gone home, but you'll hear him on the podcast, or maybe you've already heard him. But he said how much he enjoys these podcasts, and we sat out here and re-listened 
to what I think was one of the greatest podcasts of all podcasts of any podcast. The, the Whit Grayson, Blythe Grayson, Walt Disney experience. Mm-hmm. We laughed. We listened to it again, and it was an hour and a half long. And we or was it that long? Tw- hour and twenty. It was wow. one twenty. Okay. And we laughed and laughed and laughed, and we already knew it, and we recorded it. So, but it was still funny. It's timely. It's timeless. You see, I'm in Dutch with the wife because she. Uh, I do forty five minutes. She wants to go longer. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. he's got this whole radio mentality. Well, sure. Time for a right. And he's out here snipping and cutting, and it's right. time to go yeah. and do a ten. Do a good ten minutes. Take a break. Yeah. Come back and do a bad 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I was actually... This is so distracting. Oh, it is distracting. It's all right. But remember, the, the jets can't possibly be louder than our voices into this microphone right, right okay. now. All right. Yeah, I, I was... say that as I, I am grounded so. out by a jet. Yeah. So, you know, these... It's just... It's great background noise. Yes, it is. So will Please. you... What's your journey home now? We are going to uh, take the southern route through Las Cruces, New Mexico, uh, cut across to Austin, Texas, have some uh, Texas barbecue. You were talking about that. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay a few nights in Stay in a few country. nights there and uh, maybe you see some blue bonnets. And we don't know if they're out yet. I mean, it's really a little early in the blue bonnet season. Is this route one you've not done? Correct. We, uh, we actually came through uh, Las Cruces on our last or two trips ago to Phoenix. But we had come across northern Texas. Okay. Yes. But this time we'll go through El Paso for the first time. That's exciting. Which is well, I'm getting a lot of red flags. Why? It's right on the border and oh, the, oh, the oh, okay. Rio Grande. Well, I'm like, I didn't oh, know that. yeah, Becky we wants to. She wants to, you know, wait through the Rio Grande. The next thing you know, she's going to be leading a party of uh, right. immigrants across the river. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. so. I worry about you know being kidnapped and beheaded or whatever. So I, evidently, there's crime in El Paso. I don't know. We'll stay on the interstate and get on through. Well, maybe you should be headed there. <laughs> that was for Blythe. That was <laughs> my hello to my good. daughter, who's yeah, a pun girl. Very, very kind. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good pun. Well, that's yeah. exciting. And, and how long will it take you to get back to, to uh, Indianapolis? Well, uh, yeah, then after uh, Texas, we'll probably just kind of deadhead home and get there in about three days. And Yeah, we're going to stay a few days in Texas and enjoy the food. And because we don't have Vera with us. When we have Vera, we can't really go out to eat very much because it leaves her home alone, and that's no fun. Well, it's interesting. People that know... We found many dog-friendly restaurants. Yes, we have. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. On the trips. Well, um, people that know you, and I've known Bob for 35 years plus, right? Yep. And we've been great friends forever. You used to travel and stay at the Four Seasons, <laughs> yes. room service. Oh, yes. yes. Private jet Water on pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, remote control, this and everything. Oh, and, yeah. And it really has surprised me how much you two have taken to this. Sitting oh, yeah. outside it's by a lot of fire. Fun. I mean, it's, it really, and I'm not. I don't even wash my hair every day. Really? Yeah, it's weird. It's I interesting. Don't... I just, that's, to me, that is a, a, a 180. It is. Uh, it truly is for us, Yes. But what what was the impetus? Uh, I think going to places that we had never gone before, and some of the sights you know that you we would see uh, on an airplane you, you, are different when you drive through them. Yep. And yeah. It was uh, exciting uh, going into some of these this just amazing places in our country for Colts games. Because you had you had those van. little bitty little what van. do they call that the uh, runner van? Uh, yeah. what they, it's got oh it's uh, the sprinter, sprinter van sprinter van and is converted from airstream into a nice. Uh, 
camper with a. Mm-hmm. But we never intended to camp. You know? No, we were. Just Becky said this. Sh- we bought this thing. She said, "I'm never camping in this thing." I'm not just let camp, you know. Sleep in there. So if you, if you want to go camping, we're going to drive as long as we can and then stop at a hotel. At a hotel yep. And I'll sleep and shower there, and then we can get back on the road. That's what I figured it would be. Exactly. And uh, it never happened that way. The first time we went camping, Becky got into the shower and just popped her head out in the middle of it. I love this. I absolutely love this. I did. I don't want to stop. See, I love it. That's, I loved it because it was see, my own stuff. But can you see from my perspective what a change that is? Yes. It's, it is really weird. Um, yeah. We, uh, My wife and I got to drive that van. Yes, you did. When you Michigan. got your Airstream. Yeah, when we uh, went and, to Michigan. And Bob yeah. had said, "Where? tell me where you would like to go. <laughs> oh within seven eight hours that we could drive to in a day mm-hmm. and i said i would like to go to petoskey michigan to see where bob and tom started right right uh which i had never done that's a, a great place it really is beautiful uh resort city and uh i know it is distracting that's okay. but it's also fascinating it. to watch these guys fly over our yeah, heads it is. it's cool so we went to petoskey michigan which is where we started um and uh, went into Harbor Springs, where Tom and I lived in Harbor Springs. I saw I, their apartment. attended yeah. bar in Harbor Springs. I saw the bar where Bob met Tom, yep. which I know that's corny, but to me, it's history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess I, it is. And it is a beautiful place, regardless it's of that. It's a gorgeous resort. Subtext. Little, little it was yeah. a beautiful place. So anyway. And Whit and Debbie camped overnight. We, we, we stayed in the uh, Steely van, and <laughs> Becky had to remind us that our bedroom had a front windshield. Correct. Yes, it did. For you the get world a, to look through. Yeah, you have yeah. to uh, you have to block things out if you want to uh, really enjoy the van. And then <laughs> was it the first night there that we cooked? Yes, we tried. Uh, was it the first night? You know, a Maybe. lot of our listeners probably use those. No. Yes. I'm the sure that do. a lot of our listeners have used them and uh, come to the what same conclusion those, that I have. Uh, they're not called a flat pie, iron. No, they're called pie, pie irons. Pie irons where you cook desserts. They're cast iron squares on we a We tried long to stick. Uh, cook, uh, was it burritos or tacos? It was going to be tacos. Tacos? We, <laughs> I stood outside and we fried up the meat. We put the seasonings in and had it all ready to go. And Debbie and I had out the cheese and the lettuce and the whole thing. And we put the tortillas in the pie iron. Which closes like it a clamp. closes like a waffle iron kind okay, of yeah, on a right. long mm-hmm. stick. With a handle. With a handle. And you cook it over the fire. should have been very briefly. We should have cooked it. For- Bob and I kept thinking, no, we want them crisp. Right. Well, I thought they were going to turn out these little I remember I uh, said, pockets. well, we should check the uh, the tacos or burritos, whatever we were cooking. It was probably two minutes and in. I, and I, oh I opened it up and it was complete ash. There's nothing but ash. 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 And our, mine was like a geode, you know, uh, you said to on me, the outside you hard said, as a rock. And- you said to Deb and me. How's yours? And I said, think Apollo 1. <laughs> Sadly. Oh, oh. Yes, it was yes. bad. It was, oh. And then uh-huh. we couldn't even eat the insides of it. No, I mean, no, no. But we just, got laughing oh. hysterically. And we had nothing else no, to eat. That was like it. a shredded lettuce and chopped tomato dinner, I'll tell you. Uh, those guys, uh, I don't know, maybe 100 feet over us? Mine. They're, they're right far. over us. That is just impressive power there. Well, thanks for sharing about how you made that segue from Four Seasons to. You never did though. You did not like the camping. No, I I never did. The weekend. No, I mean I liked that because the Steely Van was wonderful. Oh yeah. And we were parked right next to the shower building. Yes. And so Deb and I would 
put our flip-flops on and walk. Go shower there, yeah. Go. Shower. Yes. And they were separate buildings. <laughs> they were not the same building. No, they weren't. But uh, it's interesting to me how meticulous you two have become because there's a lot to do to set up yes. camp. Yes. yes. And yeah. to tear well, it down. When we first started this, we were as uh, fresh as could we be. Had no then. idea. You know, I couldn't tell you what black water was or gray water. And I've had my experiences with that. And yeah. I... I We've know for a fact. So much. It's amazing now that I'll never how you make have, that mistake again. No, <laughs> but you guys have such a routine. <laughs> we do that you've condensed it down to where it's we probably not a out, pain in the butt for you anymore. No, it's just regular it's very system, easy. Man. We know very what to easy. do. But when we really very first started that first year, we had some conflict over. Basically, the conflict was Bob thought I wasn't doing enough because he was doing all the dirty work. Plus, uh, you know, back and then so, when I had to hand crank the uh, stabilizing gear you had to hand do the awning you had to hand, hand do the, the, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the jack it was blah blah blah, blah, it blah. Was, I tell you it was a, it's a it's, it, I, I bet it is well but, anyone that well, knows Becky can sympathize with Bob because I can visualize you ironing the tablecloth that was going to go on the picnic <laughs> I do, table yeah, yeah. I do like to do my I mean, ironing <laughs> she was I over do, there I admit. dawdling yeah, is like what true. we used but to call I it w- I am true it's very strange but in this June bug I am like a homemaker I'm like a homemaker I mm-hmm. feel like I've got to put everything away it has to be clean all the time because if you lose sight of your clutter you're doomed. You can't function in there. No, no, you can't. So we, we try to keep it. I try to keep it neat inside, and that's one of my jobs. And, well, I, you know. I know a lot of my buddies uh, from Tipton, my high school buddies, follow you. I mm-hmm. know. I have fans. Yes, because they they <laughs> just, it's not living vicariously, but it's fun to yeah. hear your adventures. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, we, and we've had some great adventures, especially the last couple of years where we've made uh, treks all the way out west and through yeah. some of the most incredible parks and open land you've yeah. ever seen. What are you laughing about, Becky? Uh, nothing. Just okay. thinking about people coming up, you know, for years, years, people would come up to us. Is that Bob? Is that Bob? Oh, Bob. Bob, I'm a big fan. Bob, I'm a big fan. And I'm not kidding. Multiple times now, people have come up and said, oh, hi, Bob. Becky, I followed Junebug Journeys. Yeah. Are you Becky? Are you oh, Becky? Becky? Can I have my picture oh, taken? Are you with Becky? You? Right. <laughs> and I love it. I think he... that's what Heather Mills hoped would happen. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> she didn't have a yeah. leg to stand. No, oh, she did. Oh, hey, now. Yeah, now, Uh-oh. come on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, another tribute to Blythe? Yeah. Yes, another tribute to Blythe right there. <laughs> yes. but... Oh, I did. I did a Blythe. Yeah, you well, did. La- one last story. On that weekend we went with you, mm-hmm. you tweet. Is that what the kids yeah. call it? Kids call it Twitter. Um, and somebody realized they were camping across the street oh, well, from oh, us. That was Remember hilarious. that? We were uh, at our campsite, and right K-O-A. across from us, there was a small cabin. And the cabin had, oh, yes. I don't know, 18 to 20 people go into it. It was so weird. And they never came out. Bob deemed it a clown cabin. And I said, is yeah. that a clown cabin? And, <laughs> and didn't you, I think you took a picture and of I, it. And I took a picture and tweeted it. And then all of a sudden I get a tweet back from oh, that's right. the, the lady right across from us. Stop making fun of our cabin. Yeah, don't be dissing my no clown I had no idea that that's a, uh, the power of Twitter. You don't yeah. know no. who, who they are, where they are. we jumped up out of our seats and ran across ran the street Ran over there and them. we had the best laugh and met some new friends. It was a lot of fun. Because you just don't think about it with Twitter. I have what I call Twitter friends, but I don't know them in real life. I wouldn't know them on the street, but I, I feel like I'm connected to them. You just don't feel like the random person is going to 
actually physically be across the street from you, but True. it's possible. But it, it that was happen. that was a funny memory. It was very yeah, funny. That was hilarious. I forgot yeah. about that. Jeez. Yeah, that was a good trip. Maybe mm. we'll talk you into going on another trip. Wit. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Someday. Get you traveling. You travel in the uh, style though. Now I'm. You know. But see, I'm not. I like to get someplace, have a nice clean room, and then be active. Yeah. Yeah. Understood. I, I kind of need to move around more. Mm-hmm. That's more me. Bob is. He oh, can, you know, I get to a campsite and it's like, he's okay, ready to sit. he's done. Right, the chairs. Yeah. Well, he's been driving all day because he won't let sure. me drive. Why don't you let me drive, Bob? Because of uh, the narcolepsy gene that you have, <laughs> and that's not a joke. <laughs> it is not a no, joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> he won't let me drive. I mean, for short distances, but no, no, no more than an hour, maybe. Because oh, he thinks that's I'm gonna... pushing it. <laughs> and I don't fall asleep as a general rule. But, but I, don't, let's explain. I, don't, I don't want to hear that well, criteria. As a general then, rule. <laughs> see? As a general rule, I'm awake. I yes. can drive my sister around. I can go do things. I can take a long road trip. As long as I'm, you know, I stop every hour for tea. And- it's incredible. We'll, uh, we enjoy listening to books on tape. Sure. Uh, as we drive these long, long highways. And we've had some great uh, mysteries. mysteries and stuff. But uh, I'm driving and listening to the book, and all of a sudden I'll look over, my and my, my wife's head is down, completely, completely sleeping. He thinks and, I don't hear it. And I'm saying, you know, this is exactly what would happen if she was behind the wheel. <laughs> and I'm no, not lying. No, my I'm head not would lying. not go down. No. Yes, it no, would. I, it, <clears throat> Yes, no, it when would. I have a passenger, I'm w- more aware, and I think to myself... You mean like the time you fell asleep with your kids in the car? Okay. Well, that is only a couple times. <laughs> your honor. <laughs> your witness. <laughs> it is true. She okay, fell asleep yes. at a red light. It was okay. a red light. Yeah, twice. Uh-huh. But she wasn't was driving. She wasn't moving. She I just, came to a stop and fell asleep. I just thought to asleep. myself, I'm kind of tired, if... I'll just take my foot off the clutch, put it in neutral, take my foot off the clutch, and close my eyes for a second, which I did, but then I didn't wake up until somebody honked. Until the kids at the back said, Ma, <laughs> come on, what are you doing? I'm racking my memory, but I don't ever recall napping at an intersection. <laughs> no. I know, it's so Nor have terrible. I. I've okay. never napped uh, behind the wheel ever. <laughs> but no. then I was wide awake after that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I know, uh-huh. I know. So that's, so that's why he does. That's why I drive. So he right. shows up at a campsite and he's tired. He's ready he's to sit and driving. enjoy the he's, sunset. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm ready yeah, to have a little whiskey. Sit and, back, relax, have a whiskey, have a fire. Yeah. Call it a day. Yep. Yeah. Pretty. And day. I might go sometime. Or you could meet us. I would agree to that. Yeah. Drive your car, meet us, have a fire, go home. Right. To your bed. <laughs> right. Yeah, when we're in Idaho. <laughs> no, but in, the, in Indiana or yeah. something. See, those what, are the, what's the, that dust trail? I yeah. think that's wit coming down the lane. <laughs> and yeah. we have stayed in places like that where we would see you, you, don't, from miles you don't see away. a soul. And all of a sudden you see this little dust trail. and That's our favorite kind of camp. And uh, it's a, someone just driving by uh, in the middle of nowhere. It's, so I love it. Can I end by teasing an upcoming trip? Sure. Yes, tease away. Evidently, thus far we're planning in November... To go to Walt Disney World, correct? Imagine with, that with Bob and Becky Cavoyan and Marty and Amanda Brenneman. Yes. Oh my gosh! So that will be a great podcast. I well, think. we have to yes, oh, yeah. and we have to do drink around the world with Marty. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Although he won't drink beer. Did you know that? What? No, he he, he does gin. He and if you drink gin, you're two countries. Yeah, and you're you're, uh, you're you're not you're not going to see the third country. And so he never drinks <laughs> beer. Amanda huh. said he doesn't like it. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. But we'll figure out. We'll figure out a way. Yeah. He'll do 
do something. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. I look forward to that a lot. I do, okay. too. That sounds really I great. I do, too. Great. Well, yep. thanks, Witt. Thank um, you, guys. Another great trip. Thank yes, you very was. much. Uh, we are going to uh, we'll cut things off and watch the Jets make their final approach. And we'll enjoy just one more Arizona sunset. How beautiful are Indeed. they? Indeed. Well, thanks, everybody. And uh, you can listen to our June podcasts and find out everything about our June bug. Where, honey? At JuneBugJourneys.com. Lap dance on our visa bill A voicemail from a girl named Jill What's this? You said you work late downtown You came home with your zipper down I'm pissed (laughs) Baby, I'm pissed (laughs) Lipstick stains upon your face Your chin smells like a seafood plate Ooh, yuck Strange panties in our SUV Beneath the seat a motel key You suck (laughs) Baby, you suck It's been ten years since we said I do Now I'm the only girl that you don't screw (laughs) Baby, you suck You suck You really suck Baby, you With every girl I knew My sister's kids both look like you You suck, you suck. Baby, you suck <laughs> <laughs>